Sanders Snitker, Libertarian, Republican, and Political Hack, and Adrian Wiley, Born Again Anarchist and Political Has-Been. Banter, blather, and joke about current events while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our constitutional republic or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Thank you, Letch. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land or wherever you may reside. This is the newly named Gus. <laughs> co-host of Unattended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adrian, chairman of the Building Materials Projectile Staging Logistics Committee of the Western Florida Guild of Professional Anarchists, Local Chapter 151, Wiley. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing quite well. How are you doing, Gus? I'm doing all right. Yeah. I'm, doing, I'm doing good. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm doing good. That's, doing, that's doing what, good. That's what Gus's accent sounds like. He's like, no, I'm doing all right. Yeah, well. Uh, doing all right there, Mr. Wiley. To, to explain that, uh, you know, I came in, I'm wearing uh, pink shorts and a white shirt, and Alex decided to make fun of me, and uh, he's looking like something out of a Dickies catalog. Named Gus. <laughs> yeah, so I said, you, you need like a, a name on your shirt that says Gus. That's what you look like right now kind of like somewhere between an auto mechanic and a janitor you know is kind of how your wardrobe looks today all right i'll go with that i yeah. like it I like but it uh, i have to admit i i look uh slightly gay here yes you know with my floral print pink shorts here's the thing here's the thing <laughs> you look like a bear i look like a bear yeah what oh 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 in the in the gay terminology yeah you'd be yeah. a bear yeah you'd be a bear so, so i would be careful for the rest of the day today if you're going out in public well, like that because i'm definitely a top. in the wrong neighborhood you might uh you yeah. might get looked at in a, in a funny way <laughs> well i i think I'll, I'll be safe i'm on my route home you so. think so yeah i think i'll be okay yeah well, I'm just, I'm just looking out for you. Unless that's what you're going for. Hey, you never know. Like, sometimes you want to go to the Blue Oyster uh, Bar after this, so. Uh, you know, got to keep an open mind these days, you know. <laughs> Way open. Right. Way open. <laughs> so, how you doing, brother? You know, I, I'm doing all right. It was a, you know, here's the thing. So, normally on Fridays, I go to my brother-in-law's house, but he's actually, we was feeling sick last night. Right. So, on the way home, he called me, let me know he's feeling sick, so we're not going to be able to hang out tonight. Aw. tonight. So I went home thinking, oh, you know, I'm gonna be at the house. I'm gonna chill out, do all this other, you know, do all this other stuff. I was asleep on the floor in the garage by like eight o'clock. <laughs> There's just so many things wrong with that. <laughs> the fact that you enjoy sleeping on your garage floor is just well, it's an Oriental rug on the garage floor. But well, it doesn't it matter. It brings the room together. Though. Yeah, you're still sleeping on concrete separated by you know uh, an eighth of an inch of wall. You know, it's it's not really that. Uh, comfortable it wasn't at here you know okay so here's the thing so i get home kelly's home had a little bit feeling pretty good but i'm sitting on the i'm on the chair at the time right, right. and i'm like you know this is nice and i start I, for the first hour i was sleeping there and then after that i had this thought of well maybe i should just go to bed and i really only made it like two steps before i just laid down on the floor <laughs> i don't think that's called going to bed <laughs> i think that's more in the passing out uh, but, I, but I wasn't like I wasn't really fucked up though. That's the thing. I was just tired. Like it was just right. a long week, and I was tired. Yeah. But you know, it was not. It was. But at the same time, I think once Ray said, "Hey, you're not. I'm not. You know, I'm not gonna be able to come over tonight." Right. Then my body was like, "Oh, well, then we're gonna get some sleep because we can do that." Right. You know. Right. And so my body was like, "Well, and you know, my mind was almost wanting to stay up." Same with Kelly. Kelly, like when Danielle, Danielle had to go to the theater last night. So when she got home, she opens up the garage door. Find you dead on the floor. Dead on the floor. She yeah. thought I was dead until Mikey actually sent her a text just before she got home right. that said, don't worry about dad. He's alive in the garage. Everybody's poking you with a <laughs> stick, you know. <laughs> Want to see a dead body? <laughs> I think Mikey was paying the neighbor kids to come over right. and take a look or getting paid yeah. by the neighbor F- kids. Five bucks. Come here. Yeah. You can poke them. You can see it. You can see the dead body. So... Daniel, and I, I didn't know anything at that point. So, you know, when I finally did get up at a certain point, like at 1130, I got up and Danielle was still up. Right. So I thought it was actually kind of funny. It's like, oh, what are you doing here? You know, but anyway, that was my Friday. So nothing but uh, excitement going on. last. By night. the way, speaking of Danielle, you know, we've, we've got uh, here in the studio, which uh, Danielle provides the coffee for, which uh, we're very grateful. All we have for creamer is peppermint flavored creamer. Oh, I know. It's well, like I guess I better. I hate this I time of year. Slow roll this fucking coffee over here because I got to tell you, man. It, it's it, 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 I'm not into pumpkin spice and I'm not into peppermint. And literally, fucking everything right now is pumpkin spice or peppermint. Yeah, what the fuck? I don't like either one yeah. of them. I think they're I think they're they're not what you need. No, 
No. And, and I'm normally not a creamer guy, but like this is my weekly treat to have flavored creamer in my coffee, you know. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm rather disappointed in the options today. I'm sorry, buddy. But given the fact that uh, we uh, use this facility for free and get free coffee, I can't complain too much. Yeah, yeah. I guess not. So. You know? All right. So I see for you on the show notes, there is an update to the Game of Thrones that goes on in your back backyard uh, known as the Squirrel War. Well, uh, the the theater of war has expanded. How is House Lannister doing? Uh, well, yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's actually beyond that. It's it's a full fledged invasion at this point. Okay. Um, I'm I'm walking up to my house uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact, and I I look up and and when you walk up to my house, there's uh, we have these brick columns, okay, that support like the porch. Yep. And there's a big, like, I'm going to say it's like a 4 by 10 beam that actually supports the roof overhang yeah. that sits atop these uh, brick pillars, yeah. you know, square brick pillars. And uh, I look up there, and I see this, you know, it's painted white, but I see this big brown spot above one of the pillars. I'm like, oh, that's weird. Did You know, did we miss something the last time we painted or whatever? I look up there, and it's completely gnawed away. Like, half of this beam that's resting on the pillar has been gnawed away. And it must have happened recently because I just noticed it. So I get up on there in the ladder, and I look down, and I realize that where the beam was sitting, the core of the brick pillar was hollow inside. So the squirrels actually gnawed away this beam to get down inside this pillar. I assume to nest or something. Like a reverse Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. Yeah, so they were trying to get into this prison, so to speak. And son of a bitch, now I'm worried about the actual support. Of my, these squirrels might make my roof collapse. So I get up there. I'm like, you. you Very know. angry at these yeah. squirrels. Were the squirrels up there at the time? Uh, well, I don't know, and I don't care. So the first thing I did is, all right, how am I going to how am I going to get rid of these things or kill these things? Um, so the first thing I do is I take a hose and put it down there. And turn the hose on full blast, and I'm sitting there for like five minutes, and it's still not filling up, and it's not coming out anywhere I can see. So I'm thinking, uh, all I'm doing is drilling a hole into the ground, yeah. you know. Um, and so then I'm like, all right, cayenne pepper. So I go to the house, get a bunch of cayenne pepper, sprinkle it all around there. But yeah, these things, man, they're just they're they're coming after me. It just nature has turned on me recently. <laughs> I used to be so at one with nature. I was like Mister Natural. And now I don't know what kind of inception dream world is going on, but nature has turned against me. And now they're actually threatening to, without being facetious here, destroy my house, make my house collapse in on me. <laughs> they're trying to kill you. Yeah. So I got to figure out what to do. I And and it's this pillar is situated. Have you tried a strongly worded letter? Uh, yeah. I, I'm getting my uh, attorney involved. Okay. So, yeah. I, you know, so we'll probably take it through court, squirrel court and everything. You know? Be careful with squirrel court. That place is nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah. So now I don't know what to do. I, I, I would fill it with concrete, but the, the space between the, the, the roof and the... Uh, the pillar is so narrow you really couldn't get in there to pour so i think i'm just going to have to take handful of gravel you know and, and fill in the the core of this thing i don't know what else to do you know maybe put some once i fill it up put some expanding foam at the top to seal it off completely but oh yeah, yeah. you should do the expanding foam thing yeah that'd be fun well i think they'd chew right through that so there's got to be something that actually you know solidifies well, I'm saying you gotta, you gotta do a you combo deal yeah yeah so damn squirrels man yeah. And I don't know if it's squirrels or rats. I've, n I've never seen any rats around, but the squirrels, man, they're like... Well, be careful of the rats. They rock you like a hurricane. Uh, no, that would have been uh, the scorpions. Oh, yeah. those two. So don't have a problem with scorpions. Still have a problem with moles, though. You know the juicy fruit trick I told you about a while back? Yeah. Well, apparently it's uh, it's worn off because they're all back now. Oh, fuck. Yeah, so I got to go get more gum. Yeah. You have a problem going on right now. And you, you know, you don't live in the country either. Like you no. live in the fucking middle of the goddamn city. Well, it's well, it's, not, it's you the live, suburbs. You live yeah. in the, but you live in the middle of the suburbs, though. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's suburbs for as far as the eye can see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mean suburbs in Pinellas County? Which, but you know, we have some little pockets of woods. But you know, that's the thing. I've I've come to realize that you know we think, oh well, we build a neighborhood and we've disrupted nature. And, and the reality of the situation is, unless you're talking about large predatory animals. The rest of nature doesn't give a damn. 
They come and get, they'll come <laughs> oh, back yeah. anyway. They're like they're like you know. Yeah. When Debo comes, I shut up. But when he leaves, I keep talking. Yeah. I, I wake up. I don't know what that means, but um, oh, Friday, Friday, Friday. I got it. I got it. Look at that. Um, yeah, I got my. That was good. Yeah. You know, just considering how racist you are and that you hate black movies, that you would get that. Reference. I love black movies. Yeah. Sure. So sure you do. speaking of which, uh, I had my you poker root night for the wrong people on Roots. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I had my poker game last night, and uh, you know, one of my buddies, black guy, uh, comes from a neighborhood, and uh, you know, he was uh, he was talking, <laughs> and uh, apparently he rang the doorbell, and it, I didn't hear it or it didn't work or whatever, you know. So he, he calls me up, says, "Hey man, come answer your door," and so I you know answer the door, and uh, he says, "Man, I didn't feel good standing out there. Black man in this neighborhood gonna get shot," and I said, "That's not the case, man. We got a couple of token black families in here, you know." So oh, we keep it real. Now the Asians, we keep them the fuck out. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, can't have any Asians around here, you know. But uh, yeah, uh, speaking of which, uh, Rittenhouse, not guilty. Hold on, is that the eighties night reference? Right, uh, there? we'll that's come the back whole to story? that. Oh, yeah, we'll yeah, yeah, back yeah. we'll come that. back to that. Um, yeah, uh, that's a, a pretty big deal, huh? What? So, what's your take on that? Uh, the jury made the right call. You think so? Oh, absolutely, they made the right really? call. Really, it was total self defense. There's no getting around it. I don't. Here's okay. Hold on. Let me just say it this way. You have to base it off of the three specific incidents right there. Look, he may have been not correct in going there, right? But at the same time, he wasn't there. Look, they interviewed him before the whole thing happened, right? Right. And he explained what he was doing there. Yeah. Right. He did though, and you know what? He did help people. Yeah, right. He had medical gear. He was helping people, but at the same time, he was he was a seventeen year old kid who should have never been in that situation to begin with, because that was going to be a bad situation no matter what. But that doesn't change the fact that the look the first guy he killed said he was going to kill him first and then grabbed his gun. You get shot for that one, motherfucker. The second one hit him in the head with a fucking skateboard a couple times. You know what? You get shot on that one. And the third one pointed a gun at him and fucking was coming at him. You get shot on that one. That third guy didn't even get killed. Uh, all I know is is Rittenhouse a racist, you know, because <laughs> he shot three white people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that you know In what eighty percent white. Right, town. exactly, exactly. He didn't shoot a single black man. So right he there, tried, but he missed. Goes to show you. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> there was a fourth person who they call unknown suspect. Yeah, because they couldn't have figured out who it was. The guy jumped up and kicked him. Right. Oh, really? As he was on the ground, the guy jumped up and kicked him. Yeah. And so Rittenhouse shot back, but the guy was too quick, so he fucking missed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he shot three in the air. Yeah. Well, white man can't jump, so. <laughs> well, black guy could jump though. That, 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 yeah, he could. No, he, he, uh, but uh, yeah, it's uh, I I totally agree with the verdict. I'm being facetious. It, he did act in self-defense, but in all seriousness, I do have a problem that uh, there's. It, it's absolutely clear that this kid is was a wannabe and was out there looking for trouble. You know what I'm saying? I just I felt that way. He didn't have any business being there. He wasn't protecting any of his own property. He wasn't protecting any of his family or friends' property. He just wanted to inject himself in a situation that he had no business being in. And that is part of the problem. But I do agree with the verdict that, you know, he was he, he did act in self-defense in the events that he was charged with. Yeah. You know, um, so he was well within his rights. But I think the kid's just a, a wannabe dick. Well, he is found guilty of one thing, though. What's that? Uh, thir- he's, well, he's found guilty. So now his punishment for the being found guilty is 35 years of going to CPAC. CPAC. Oh, God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, he will be on that circuit. I don't know. I don't think they, they're going to want to touch him, though. Oh, you're totally wrong. Oh, really? No, 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 no. This is cause celeb at this point, though. Yeah. I mean, he's going to... First off, this kid has got a hell of a defamation lawsuit against the media, which they are going... He is going to get paid. He's going to get... He's going to get Covington paid. Uh, I don't know. Oh, he's going to get paid. I don't know. Oh, no. He's going to... I hope he goes to... I hope he goes to town on the media. Because look, man, there is nothing. There's nothing that this kid does that would be considered racist. Nothing. No, no. That and for them to keep calling him a racist all the time and like, yeah, like that, that it, was bullshit. That was totally ridiculous. That they they, you know, uh, leveled that charge. And, and until recently, I didn't actually realize that he had only shot white people. Yeah, you know. Um, which it's irrelevant in the grand scheme of things, but it's like it's not irrelevant when you look at the other people's point of view. Like if you're going to call him racist and you didn't yeah, shoot any black people, right. well, then what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. Because those people were at a Black Lives riot, right? Like people were 
people were setting dumpsters on fire and trying to push them towards gas stations. Like, yeah. Oh, that's I know. a lot of fucking destruction. I mean, I part- participated in a lot of that. It was a good time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I actually did. I got into a couple of those protests. Uh, and if you see the three people he shot, by the way, you want to talk about some fucking thugs. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, dude. They, look, one of the guys just got out of jail for fucking like child, child molesting. molesting. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. No, no. These people weren't good people. No, None of, course of them not. were. Right. Right. So, look, it's just... It's well, that's the thing. It was it was just a bunch of people, him included, Rittenhouse included, out there wanting to participate in the chaos. Yeah, so, you shouldn't have done it. And he shouldn't have done it. Well, and again, maybe I'm being too harsh on the guy because I've, I've gone out there and participated in the chaos. But I wasn't, like, you know, looking for a fight with my fellow man. I was just looking for a fight with the cops. <laughs> so... Well, the cops wouldn't fight. I was like night. solidarity with everyone else. Don't care what color you are. Don't care what you're fighting about. We'll just, you know, fight the power, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, let's burn shit. Yeah, burn it all down. <laughs> yeah, throw some Molotovs. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> I actually have a person I've been talking to that wants to run a, I guess I can say it. No, 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 I can't say it. I won't say it. Okay. So can, somebody that has a very specific name, one that has a lot more relevance now than it ever has in years past. Okay. That is wants to run and then put up signs that say, you know, let's go Brandon because his first name's Brandon. Okay. And runs for Congress and see if he can win. Yeah. Yeah. There and, you go. But his answer to everything's going to be, he's going to give a long-winded response and then it'll be, and that's why we should burn it down. <laughs> uh, okay. I, I know who this person is <laughs> and I, I would, uh, I would, I, I would donate to his campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Still won't vote for him, but I'll donate. Because <laughs> his answer is, yeah. if he gives a long, intelligent answer, and then at the end of it goes, and that's why we should burn it all down. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I, I got to tell you, I have to be involved in that campaign. <laughs> yeah, it does sound like Like, fun. I am forced <laughs> to be like, like, because you know, the, look, I want to pass out, I want to pass out literature that says, burn it all down. Let's right. go, Brandon. I, I think that might be a candidate that the anarchist guild can get behind. <laughs> I think we're gonna get, he's going to get our full endorsement. He's going to get our endorsement. Yeah. Yes. It'll be our only endorsed candidate ever. Yeah. Well, yeah. it'll be the, well, it'll be, it's one of the first two that we're going to have because we will have another endorsed candidate. Yes. Yes. Uh, coming up. Do you know who? But only, uh, no, I don't. But hang on a second. Only, the, this is only contingent upon um, if, uh, if, if he's elected. Literally, his first official duty is to set everything on fire. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, literally. <laughs> Not figuratively. Like, he has literally. to literally burn down buildings. How funny would it be is if, like, he's at the, like, hold on, let's say you get this person, right? right. And they're at the, um, they're at the podium, and they're right. being sworn in. Right. And as soon as he gets up there and he starts talking, he goes, hang on a second, guys. And he gets pulls a five out gallon a fucking, jerry can. He fucking, he pulls out a fucking, no, 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 no. He pulls out, you know, like the propane fucking torches? Right. Like, he pulls out a propane torch, and he pulls out the fucking, like, something, and just, yeah. I got, and then has everybody in the crowd grab something to start burning, bitches. <laughs> that this would, shit ain't gonna fucking catch on fire itself, is it? That that would make me happy. Yes. But no, our other candidate is not getting the other candidate. Uh, you know, uh, Mr. Vermin Supreme will not be getting the anarchist guild. Ah, what the fuck, man? Because uh, really, he's is he, he too serious of a candidate for us? Yes, <laughs> yes. He he actually, uh, you know, he has an agenda and a platform that is uh, to. To give everyone ponies and to fight tooth decay, um, which uh, yeah, I don't think we can support as the anarchist guild. You know, I think only, we can only support candidates who will literally burn things down. If your platform is, we'll burn it down. Yes, yes, I think that's yeah. the only way you know we what? can do it. I think it. you got a point though. Yeah, I'd like to start a political party that says burn it down and just yeah. be. Like, Speaking of which, uh, in the uh, has has there been any uh, violent reaction to the Ridden House? Um, uh, verdict. And see, that's the thing. Some, I don't, but not much. I it's been a lot of protests, though. Which, again, I don't understand what, the protest. Well, I guess I, I think the, you haven't. Wa- you didn't watch any of the case, then, if that's the case. I think that maybe people are protesting, or just like the total anti-gun people who think that you know he shouldn't be allowed to have a gun, and you know that that sort of. They're, they just in general, they don't like the whole concept of it. You know, that's probably what it is. But because there, there's clearly not any racial component to this other than it happened at a black lives matter you know protest riot by a bunch of white people destroying black neighborhoods yeah right yeah it seems like the racism is all fucked like like i have seen those videos on tv are mad at all the wrong shit in my opinion right because you should be mad that a bunch of white people went into a neighborhood a black neighborhood to set things on fire 
<laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> right? Why aren't you mad about that? Yeah. Like, you're mad about the white kid who was trying to put out the fucking fires right. and ended up getting shot for his fucking, or end up shooting three motherfuckers for his troubles? Yeah. Like, I don't, I, I, I don't understand that, that it. That sounds like Selma 1963, you know? Yeah, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah. But I'm not supposed to get it. Oh, and the other guy, the the first guy, by the way. What first guy? Uh, the first guy he shot. Right. He was the one using the N-word the whole time, too. Oh, yeah. Well, he's calling Wittenhouse one, too, which he must be colorblind as well, because obviously the guy's white. Well, so, you know, that that basically that word has so many different definitions well, depending true. on the that's context. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's kind of so like... you don't know which way it's going to go. Yeah. But I, the thing about it is, is that, like, again... Rittenhouse shouldn't have been there, and I bet, and I'll bet you right now, if you ask Rittenhouse if he should have been there, he said he wished he'd have stayed home that night. Right. I guarantee you, he wishes he would have because he. Well, actually, now it sounds like he's going to be uh, rich and famous because of it. Yeah, so. but he's still going to be tormented. He's still got yeah. post-traumatic stress and all that other kind of stuff because he was a seventeen-year-old kid that was being attacked and and had to use a gun to defend himself, and now has killed yeah, a couple people. That, it's not like he wanted to kill people. I understand that. Well, no, I I, I don't know. Here's the thing. I think. That in his mind, that was the fantasy in the back of his head. You know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm not saying that's not the case, but now that the because fantasy you is a reality, you regret it, though. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. But his intention, you can't say that he didn't go out there wanting to kill people because, you know, I think that when you uh, you lock and load and, and head out like that, you know, you're you're rolling for a fight. You know, and in, I mean, his, you better be. in his 17-year-old mind, it was some type of fantasy, I think. Yeah. You know? So, because he wasn't mature enough to understand the the reality, the grave reality that that can you know result oh. in. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, man. Those he's going to think about so, those people for the rest of his life. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully. So, I mean, he's I, if you he's know, got a conscience at all, he will. I mean, don't get me wrong. Everybody, he's going to have more AR-15s you can shake a stick at because everybody's going to buy him one now. But yeah, I don't get that either. I don't. And look, I, well, I don't. Get, I don't think that you should put him in jail, but I don't think you should celebrate it either. I'm the strongest defender of the Second Amendment. I am the strongest defender of this, the right to self defense. But I'm also an advocate of don't go looking for trouble. Yes, you know. Oh yeah. So it's it's kind of a conflict there. Yeah. You know. So anyway, I, eh. look. I, I it reminds me of it was right around that same time frame when violence was breaking out. And then you had each side would go up, look, would go looking for a fight. Right. Me, Greg, and Tommy Frain had this stupid idea. Now that I look at it, that when the Aruhu people in downtown St. Pete were going to have their protest, and there were people that were going to counter it, we were going to stand in the middle of the two and telling everybody to be peaceful. <laughs> looking and yeah. uh, totally unarmed, right. by the way. Like we didn't bring any weapons with us. Well, that at least well, it, smart in one way, dumb in another. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So well, I thought at the time was if you're gonna you're gonna have to go through us if you want to do it. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, that just I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's age cuz I could d 20 years ago I could certainly see myself doing that. Yeah, and you, know? you know, but here's the thing though. Now, like looking even now, I'm like, "No, not going to do that." Yeah. Well, like, I, here's I, the I, thing. Let the idiots kill themselves at this point because that, that's what's going on. That's the thing. I, I I think that as we get older, we become wiser and we realize we understand the potential consequences of our actions a lot better than you do when you're certainly when you're, you know, 17. Yeah. But even when you're 30, you know, mm -hmm. so uh, I think there comes with a a um, a temperance of years uh, that uh, it brings us a little bit of wisdom there. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So but uh, yeah. So what, what ended up happening with that? With what? With the, uh, you know, getting in the middle of the two. Oh, groups. it was a complete dud. Yeah. Nobody from the opposition showed up. There was only about uh, about a hundred people for the Uruhu people. Right. Uh, they went up there and let some white people talk that would said nice things and how the, the people should be allowed to steal from stores. And then they <laughs> right. did a little march and yeah. called it a day. Well, that's nice. Yeah. So it was a complete dud, though. It was, yeah. I mean, nothing happened. We were standing well, on the good. side, and all those people were looking at us kind of weird because we didn't tell them why we were there. We were right. just kind of just standing around. Yeah. But it was me, Tommy, and and Greg, and we just kind of stood there. They and then they we got a little closer, and then they asked us. They kind of asked what we were doing there. Right. But then we would just be like, oh, we're just trying to make sure that there's no trouble, you know? Right. But I don't think they believed us either, though. Well, that's kind of a weird response, too. It, it was. You know? Well, here's the thing. I listened to what they were saying, and right. I was very, very put off by what they were saying, because I think what they were saying was wrong. Yeah. You know, like, you're legalizing theft from, from... You're trying to say that you're allowed to steal from stores. Right. Which you shouldn't be allowed to do. Right. Like, what about the people that own the store? You know what I mean? Like, you know... And they weren't, you know, they weren't, they were using Dollar General as the example. Well, it's only a fucking dollar, man. Come on, calm the fuck down. Right. 
They're they're giving you cheap prices. Like why would you why would you shit on that? But you know, it is what it is. That was all pre COVID anyway, so Right. Right. Before every before the world decided to get completely fucking nuts, which I gotta tell you right now at this point, look, I know we got a lot of COVID stories, which we got some good COVID stories too. This yeah, week. there there's some interesting things that's happened. But before we get into the COVID thing, I just want to say I am so excited that uh, at this point in American history we have finally had a uh, female president of the United States. Oh yeah, because technically we have at this yes, point. Technically yeah, you're right. Yeah, so uh, you know, uh, um, let's go. Brandon had a tube up his ass, and uh, Kamala Harris uh, was temporarily the president of the United States, acting president of the United States. Uh, yeah. All power was transferred to her because uh, under the Twenty Fifth Amendment, he was temporarily incapacitated because like he assistant was put to under the regional manager. Yes. Yes, but uh, technically, that is the first time in American history that a woman has wielded the power of uh, of uh, President of the United States, and it's a miracle we survived <laughs> that yeah. two hours or whatever it was. Surprised she didn't fucking do something crazy. Right, right. So I hate her. Yeah, I you hate know, here's the I thing. Hate them all. You know what's weird? I hate her, but at the same time, I kind of think she's hot too. Uh, nah, she doesn't do much for me. She does it for me though. Yeah, I don't know why, but yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I can see where she's kind of attractive, but uh, and see, that's another thing. Look, look at what um, misogynist we are, you know, I mean, when was the last time we talked about how attractive Joe Biden is? And that's a fine looking man. No, he's not fine looking. At all. I, I, I tell you what, but ugly motherfucker i would tap he's like that. the kip he's like the crypt keeper <laughs> you know what here's the thing like the, the fact keeper. that you said that makes me feel like you're into necrophilia yeah you know maybe a little a l- i mean a little. i gotta say though yeah. you're kind of let's see uh autopsy porn <laughs> let's see what's going on there. oh my god i bet you that's a thing oh it's totally, totally a thing what what is the internet law uh, it, 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 basically, there is literally porn for everything. Yes, <laughs> you know, somewhere out there, someone has made that. Oh well, no, they used to do they, they have the snuff film thing, so that's always been a thing. But that's a little bit different, you know. That's different than necrophilia. Yeah, yeah, necrophilia is like after they're dead. Yeah, this after you shot them and then you have sex with them. Right, right. Uh, yeah, normally my, after you shoot them, the you know the video goes off at that. My point. my uh, uh, my porn tastes are much more mainstream than that. Oh, I gotta hope so. Midget bestiality. Well, I mean, you know, everybody everybody likes yeah. a fucking little yeah. fucking. Maybe that's why the squirrels don't like you, and that's why you're uh, rooting for a vermin supreme. You really want that free pony? Damn right, I, do. <laughs> I want a loose ass fucking pony. Oh, uh, can Hold we talk that about tail? Why fuck this? This is just away. spiraling out of control. <laughs> yes, it totally quickly. is. All right, so in good news, the federal appeals court halts a Biden administration vaccine requirement, delivering a pop delivering the policy a major blow. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, as of this moment, uh, the uh, federal court, the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals, U.S. uh, Court of Appeals, uh, has uh, basically kind of put a stay on that. Um, So they haven't, like, ruled it unconstitutional, but they've said that there is a strong enough likelihood that it is unconstitutional that they're going to, you know, basically, uh, what do you call that? I I, I said a stay, but that's not the uh, injunction, whatever, whatever to to stop it from being enforced. And OSHA has come out and said they they will not enforce it um, until the legal issue is cleared up. Well, so. because they realize they're going to lose this one. Yeah, of course they are. Of course they. I are. mean, thank God they're going to lose this one, but they are totally going to lose. This well, one. and you know, I, I, it's funny because I think the precedent is Roe v. Wade. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh wow! Yeah, uh, my body, my choice. So hold on a second. I, I think that could be used Do as an argument. Do you think that when it gets to the Supreme Court, that this will solidify Roe versus Wade? Uh, if it, it could, it could very well. Yeah. Oh my God, that's going to be so funny. I mean, it's 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 kind of different, but you know, it's it's the reason that Roe v. Wade uh, actually, uh, you know, what was won, uh, so to speak, was because of it was under the right to privacy, and that was the the prevailing uh, inalienable constitutional right was the right to privacy, and if that is the case, then the right to privacy extends to being forced to any medical procedure. So. 
I, I think that's a that's going to be a really interesting consequence. But I, I think, can't wait for the con- I can't wait for collectively to, for conservatives' heads to all explode. <laughs> you're right, exactly. At this point, yeah, because that's what's going to happen. Oh yeah, and and by the same token, I think most I actually people, think everybody's heads are going to explode on that one. Like I, everybody that's really passionate about Roe yeah, v. Wade, one yeah, way or the I, other. I, I think most of the vehement pro-choice people are probably also very much pro-vax, and they love the mandates. Yeah, pro-vax mandate. Yeah, yeah. So I it, it again. There is no logical consistency because I don't understand how you can be pro-choice and pro-vax mandate or pro-life and anti-vax mandate. It's like it, they're they're incompatible to me. You know. Yeah, I mean, I can understand. I, 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 the bottom line the, is to play devil's advocate on this one. What the argument is on the left as to why they're a pro-vaccine mandate is that, in, and again, their mind playing devil's advocate. I don't agree right. with this one. But that because you aren't vaccinated and that you can pass that on to someone else, right. that you're a danger to others in... Um, so so your actions might be killing other people, <laughs> like maybe killing babies? <laughs> right. You know, exactly. I realize, hold on. Yeah. I realized at the end of when I was saying this <laughs> right. that I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah Adrian did figure that one out, didn't it, he? It doesn't take a really big leap of logic no, on no, that that's one. St- it's, it's pretty much step by step. Yeah, well, it's more of a step of logic, actually, <laughs> yeah. not a leap. Yeah. You know, even a white more, guy can jump that one. It, it's more like a shuffle of logic. You don't even <laughs> like have a, to take like a, a full stutter step. step. Yeah. Like a stutter step of logic. Right. It is totally by the way yeah so uh yeah it it is uh it is good that that happened and also uh this week uh the state of florida passed a law that said uh you don't have to enforce uh uh, vaccines desantis signed it uh so you don't have to enforce the vaccine mandate here in florida yeah yeah he signed a couple he signed a couple things it was kind of meaningless though well the one was develop a one of the bills was uh, developing a, a legislation to see if we could get rid of osha right so, which you never can tell with this one. Like, you know, when from, somebody first told me this one, I was like, well, depends on what they put together before I would say yes or no. Right. And then there's one where they were talking like, this is the most freedom ever, where the emergency medical orders, it took the word vaccination out, even though the emergency medical orders are just as scary. Like, oh, yeah. Even if you keep the word vaccination, even if you take the word vaccination out, it's still pretty bad. Oh, yeah. Well, they can still come and grab you out of your home and put you in quarantine. Yeah. You know, and, and, and that's on the state level. Yeah. And yeah. as I as I mentioned that to someone on one of the lep- representatives uh, 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 Facebook page, his response was less than uh, less than. Uh, was good was not good i should say yeah who'd you reach out to i'm not gonna say the name just why yet. he's a fucking congressman well he's a state house rep but well whatever well no no no. i don't want to say his name one because i actually don't want to give him any press and two because i'm going to get my revenge later on so. <laughs> okay i got you let let's uh, just for the record like uh, wait a second dude dude for the record dude doesn't know he's on notice Dude's on notice. Okay, for the record, you have zero intention of any type of violence or harm or anything like that. You're talking about political action. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. His phone's just, gonna his phone's gonna melt at the wrong time. Okay, okay, good. And I don't mean yeah. like melt as in like I'm gonna go there with a blowtorch and melt his phones. <laughs> I mean melt as in there's gonna be a lot. A of A lot calls. of people calling him. Yeah. Like, like I gotta tell you, dude motivated me. Like I was on the fence on whether I was gonna do some more political stuff. Right, dude, push me over the fence. I'm totally gonna get involved. And the thing about it is this: is that before I would say, before I would be like, you know what, man? Sometimes Republicans do good stuff, and now I'm going to war with them. Right. Like now it's gonna be personal. I'm going after you people. Like you want to? Like I'm not happy. I'm. I'm. I gotta tell you, if ten was really happy, and one was not happy at all. With them right now, I'm at like a negative 10. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, can you at least tell us what the conversation was about that upset you so much about this particular representative? Yes. So I put a post up, or he, he put a post up talking about how this is expand, this bill's expanding liberty and all this other kind of stuff. And I read the bill because I wanted to make sure that I was speaking correctly. Right. And all the bill does was eliminate the word vaccinate. Mm-hmm. But if you read the rest of the legislation, one could argue that they would still be allowed to vaccinate you. Right. Like you'd already have gotten it at that point, but they could, they could, in theory, you they could still poke poke and prod and stick some shit in you that you didn't want to get stuck in you. Right. And quarantine you and isolate you. Could do oh, all yeah, those things. Yeah. So I wrote something, and it was really not. It wasn't like it wasn't mean. It was well. Your definition of not mean is not necessarily anyone no, else's. No, I will tell you this that. right now. I would say under anyone's definition, 
it was it was taking a contrary position, but it was doing it with the light of a touch as possible. Right. And the responses that I got, the first one was more of like a blow off response. And then when I sent a, when I sent an answer back, which I thought was a legitimate response, the response after that was dickhead response. Like it was right. an asshole response. And so at that point I ended it because I wasn't going to continue down the road because I, I didn't want to continue down the road. Yeah. But it was like one of those like, oh, I guess I'm going to have to treat you like I treat Mike Hill. Yeah. Like, I guess that's where we're going to go now because that's what's going to happen. But at the same time, I don't even want to say his name. One, I actually don't want to give him the press. But the other one, and not that anybody fucking, not that we get all these fucking listeners, but I, 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 I want to get, I'm going to get my revenge at this point though because like you don't need, you didn't need to be an asshole to me. I actually raised some legitimate points. Right. You ignored every legitimate point and argued over the one thing that I actually think you're wrong about. But at the same time, we'll we'll we'll, we'll deal with this at a later point. There, well, guy. I look forward to uh, observing uh, your uh, battle with this particular representative. It sounds like it's going to be a good time. Yes, it'll be a little bit better than a strongly worded letter. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, one thing that is uh, uh, pretty interesting is that. Um, you know, there, there's been some questions about uh, the data that the uh, FDA, the federal government, relied on in licensing uh, Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine. Um, so a group of scientists uh, put out a, a Freedom of Information Act request uh, for the data uh, from Pfizer that Pfizer gave to the federal government to, uh, you know, find out how they made the decision to approve the vaccine. And uh, surprisingly... Uh, the FDA came out and said they will release uh, that information uh, to the scientists in the year 2076. <laughs> We're going to have to wait 55 years, you know, uh, before we can find out why the FDA approved the Pfizer vaccine. What does that tell you? Yeah. You know? <laughs> Uh, and then and then when you find out that that Pfizer's, you know, Pfizer stock is like tripled in the past two years. Oh, of course. You know, um, the the all the vaccine makers are making a thousand dollars profit, not revenue profit every second. Yeah. Every single second. Thousand dollars a second. You know, and uh, I guarantee you oh, that's that, just five thousand. <laughs> right, exactly. Yes, exactly. By the time this show is over, uh, they will have made tens of millions of dollars in profit. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's just insane. And then, you know, I saw a headline uh, this week about the uh, the Wuhan lab leak. And, you know, right now there's a big discussion going on whether uh, COVID-19 was actually well, we know that uh, in the Wuhan lab. Uh, the federal government and National Institute of Health, uh, Johnson & Johnson, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, a whole bunch of universities got together to fund gain-of-function research. This is no longer conspiracy theory. This has all been proven. The documents are out there. It's This is a fact. It's well-documented. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, it's, it's, this is no longer in question. Even Fauci doesn't deny this anymore. Yeah. He used to deny it, but then all the information came out. He said, well, we don't really consider that gain-of-function. Well, then they changed the definition to gain-of-function. Yeah, but they actually made uh, COVID-19 or the coronavirus that COVID-19 is, is uh, you know, stemmed from uh go from bats to humans and they did that in the wuhan lab now they're still trying to put out the narrative that oh no 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 covid19 escaped in this market from animal to human transfer organically the lab had nothing to do it it was not a lab leak uh and so the the los angeles times headline which is uh, reprinted uh, in yahoo news is fresh look at earliest covid cases points to live animal market as most likely source all right so Originally, they looked at all the data and said, oh, yeah, well, the, some of the people did get it from the market, but it appears at first, um, you know, was uh, was identified right near the lab. And then the market was the, the more of the super spreader event. Um, but, uh, you know, now so they're going back and looking at those cases that were at the Wuhan that were near the Wuhan lab and saying, Oh no, that was that was just a different type of pneumonia. That wasn't really COVID, you know. Oh no, no, that guy went to the dentist. He just had a, an infection. Um, but here's the thing: I looked at some of the scientists who are pushing this um, 
this narrative that it, it it definitely didn't come from the lab. Or well, they they can't say definitely, but they're saying, oh yeah, our data indicates that it came from the Wuhan market. And one of those is uh, uh, Christian Anderson, professor of Im- immunology and microbiology at Scripps Research in California. And I thought, okay, well, let's see if this guy has an agenda. So I started looking into, uh, um, you know, uh, government grants from the NIH. Well, guess what I found? Kristen Anderson, who's pushing the Wuhan market theory and trying to go back and discredit all the data that showed it leaked from the lab, received $6,834,600 from the uh, NIH in 2021 in grants and $6,667,722 in 2020 from the NIH in grants. So in the past two years, this guy has made over $13 million. And again, look, when you get a government grant, most of it's going to the research, but they're also allowed to pay themselves a nice fat stipend, a nice fat salary, mm-hmm. all this sort of stuff. So I'm, I'm probably figuring this guy has pocketed a million or two of this money. And now, of course, he's trying to disprove the data that shows it looks like it leaked from the lab. You know, and again, and the media is just playing along with it. Their headline is, fresh look at earliest COVID cases points to live animal market as most likely source. I, and if you read the article, it goes back and says, you know, oh, yeah, well, you know, we, we really have to reevaluate the data. And if we look into all those cases that were around the Wuhan lab, they weren't really COVID. The real COVID was over here. Yeah, I just it's. It's unbelievable. This whole thing has going to show that the real people that control the world are the billionaires that, you know, are making insane profits off this thing. Yeah. And it even brings into to question whether all of it was done intentional or whether it was just hubris. Yeah. And I got to say, I hate sounding like a conspiratorialist, but. The more that comes out and the more you see how they're responding to it, the the harder it is not to question whether this was all by design. You know, when you see things like this, like the guy arguing the hardest that Wuhan had nothing to do with it, got $13 million from the NIH in the past two years. I, I mean, and so he is... In act- a court of law, that would be a conflict of interest. At minimum. Yeah, right. So it, it, it's just crazy. You know what the funny thing is now? I don't, tr- and I, maybe I never should have, but I don't trust scientists anymore. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think the reason that is, is because all scientists are paid by someone with a vested interest in the outcome. Yeah. And if you don't necessarily give them the outcome that they're looking for, they're not going to pay you next like, time. Hold on. And for the people that will say that they believe the science, but they don't believe tobacco scientists, but they believe the other scientists. <laughs> right. well, why yeah. don't you believe the tobacco scientists? Because they were paid for by the tobacco industry. Exactly. But you won't equate the same thing to the government because somehow or you even think Johnson the, and Johnson or, or because somehow you think they're benevolent. Right. Yeah. Do, How about if none of them are benevolent? Yeah, you, yeah, exactly. And you shouldn't, honestly, you shouldn't trust the tobacco company scientists. No. But by the same token, should you necessarily trust the Pfizer scientists, the Johnson & Johnson scientists, the NIH scientists? You know, they have a political agenda. Johnson & Johnson, Pfizer, you know, they have a profit motive. So everybody, and that's what you have to understand, is everybody has an agenda. Um, and... All of the scientists that are, you know, telling you the news, uh, they have an agenda, too. It's a it's a a secondary agenda. But the people paying them, the people that they depend on for their livelihood, absolutely have an agenda. And if if they are, you know, uh, providing uh, science, uh, providing data or providing uh, conclusions that are contrary to their agenda, they will lose their funding. Yeah, I, I mean it's 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 the perfect conflict conflict of interest. Yeah, and it's it's why you shouldn't trust scientists for the and your tobacco scientists are, are, are a great great example corollary. Yeah, if you don't trust them, you shouldn't trust uh, you know any yeah. of these NIH funded scientists. Well, in this instance, yeah, yeah, and the Bucks, the Buccaneers should no longer trust you, Mister Wiley. Why is that? Well, I think that 
other people got the present that you gave me a while back. And I don't think that Mr. Antonio Brown is actually very appreciative now of the present you gave him considering the trouble he's in. Um, well, I'm, I'm not saying that, uh, you know, um, I, I did provide A.B. with any type of present whatsoever. A.B., A.B., so that's your friend now, right? Is that what you're saying because you got a nickname for him? Is that what it is? Uh, no, no I, I'm talking about uh, Al Bowman. Yeah. Al Bowman. Yeah, right? Al Bowman. Yeah, okay. not 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 the not Antonio Brown. No. Oh, do you know his name though? Huh? Oh, I've heard I've heard that before. It doesn't he, doesn't he play for the Bucks or something? Yeah, maybe. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I should consult my attorney before saying anything else. <laughs> <laughs> no, I yeah, I don't even know if the story is true. But uh, if you haven't he's heard, he's denying it, and the Bucks are denying. It. Yeah, he's being accused of uh, shopping for fake vaccine cards, uh, so he didn't doesn't have to get vaccinated and can still play in the league and. You know, Aaron Rodgers did the same thing. You know, he actually told everyone he was uh, inoculated, inoculated <laughs> which uh, he wasn't vaccinated, which, yeah, it's all such bullshit. And now I would have to say that basically under the Florida law, which Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Florida and under the, uh, you know, the Fifth Circuit uh, Court of Appeals uh, decision recently, he should be able to play without vaccination at this point. You know, unless yeah. the NFL just, you know, continues to enforce it, which is a private organization, they have a right to do. Uh, but I think he's got a much stronger argument at this point. But again, a lot of people are, everybody's denying this and they're saying, yeah, it's a bunch of bullshit. So, but who knows? Yeah. Well, I will say this, some other good news, and we've talked a little bit about this before, but now they're saying that one third of the healthcare workers in the U.S. are still not vaccinated against COVID-19. And I can tell you that they're not getting it either. And they're not getting it. No. And then TSA screeners are at 40%. Like, the one thing that made me feel a little bit better this week was in seeing all these articles of the massive percentages of a of a slice of the population that is saying, F you, I'm not getting it. Right. Right. You know what I mean? A certain percentage of people in the army and it doesn't take much either. Like if you drop 40, per, look, let's just say that the number's half, right? Right. Let's just say it's 20% of the TSA screeners. They're not going to be able to be effective at TSA. Oh, yeah. If you take 20% of them Look, away. Honestly, honestly, from my perspective, I think it's the greatest thing in the world that they're doing this because I would love to see one third of all government employees quit or get fired. Yeah. That would, uh, you know. Well, I wouldn't put healthcare workers in, the, in, the, in this thing it's of government a quasi, employees. It's, it's a, you know, it's, they're crats, essentially. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I mean, okay. In the, I, I put them in the in, in the Cassandra trigger in the Cassandra, dystopian future right, chart. Right. Then they're crats. Then they're crats. Yeah. Um, but those are crats you like, though. One third of them. Well, yeah, and I and I think that that goes to show you. I think the actual number of the the U.S. population is probably closer to about forty percent of the population. That is is doesn't want the vaccine. You know, is willing to take the risk. That sort of thing. Um, I think it's it's a little bit lower in you know the government entities and in the uh, you know more of the controlled environments. But I bet if you go to if you did a a poll of uh, self employed people, for example, that number is probably closer to fifty or sixty percent. Yeah, you know. Um, so it, it, I think it a, a lot has to do with your general mindset of if you're an independent type person anyway. Um, you know, I think you're more likely to be vaccine hesitant. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it's a great thing to see. Yeah. It, it really is. You know? It makes me feel happy about it, actually. Yeah. And, you know, there's there's more and more uh, that we're finding out uh, that the uh, we shouldn't fully trust the vaccine development process. You know? No. I mean, I it's funny because I was much more pro-vaccine. Not necessarily pro-vaccine, but like I, I said for... for I the, wasn't against it. Yeah, I wasn't against but it. But I am now. I made the personal choice that I, I'll take the risk. I'm fine, you know, because I felt all along it was kind of a coin toss for me personally. Yeah. Whether I would have an adverse reaction to the vaccine or whether I would, you know, get COVID. Um, so, yeah, I, plus I had COVID. Uh, in, but anyway. Um, but now... You know, when when I see things like the FDA is not going to release how they approve the Pfizer vaccine, uh, you know, for uh, uh, 55, 55 years. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Well, you know, that should be that should honestly, with the exception of if there's any like, uh, you know, confidential uh, company like the exact formula or something that they want to protect some kind of trade secrets. okay redact that but tell us your findings on the results which that's what they were going to do anyway. yeah and that's really what it was about it was about the 
uh, adverse effects. You know, that's what they were trying to find out. We want to know what you found in the adverse effects. And, and no, nope. well, we'll tell you that just not until 2076. Now, now, here's the thing. There's two red, two major red flags for me. Right. That being the, one of them. But the other one is when someone has already gotten it and has natural immunity, that that's not good enough for you. Right. Like, I think when it comes to the healthcare workers, I think half of those healthcare workers actually already got the coronavirus. They just don't need the shot. And so they're just like, well, I'm not going to get the shot because I already got it. That's, like, I don't yeah. need it. Right. And so, but to, to force everyone to get it at that point, after that's gone on, th- that's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't understand why, I still can't figure out why people are so, like when, when they get asked these questions, when uh, Dr. Lewinsky or Lewinsky or whatever her stupid name is, and Fauci and all the other scientists, when they go in front of Congress and people ask, well, what about natural immunity? Their response, like a robot is, we suggest everyone gets the shots. Like they don't actually even answer the question. They just, right. yeah. well, we recommend everybody gets the shots. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and and you have the other uh, uh, interesting dynamic right now is that Europe, for example, you have vaccination rates in Europe in some countries that are ninety percent. Yeah, and they're experiencing you know uh, breakouts again. You know they're they're having to lock down. Well, they're not having to, but they are locking down their countries again because, uh, like in Germany. For example, I think the vaccination rate was 80%, which when, when this started, we were told that herd immunity would happen at when 80% of the people were immune to it. Yeah. Okay. Now you've got Germany, a country where they're at 80% vaccination rate, is having a major outbreak, you know, and, and they're saying that, you know, we, we're probably going to have, you know, tens or hundreds of thousands of deaths again. You know, so but everybody's that, already been vaccinated. That goes to show you that that this thing that they're just pushing for and pushing for isn't that effective anyway. Yeah. You know, clearly, because they're saying that in Europe, a lot of places are having worse outbreaks now than they did at the peak of 2020. And now everybody's been vaccinated. Yeah. So, A. Well, one, they should stop calling it a vaccination because it's not. Well, it, it is, but I it's, think it's actually the better word for it would be inoculation, isn't it? Well, they're almost synonymous. Oh, are they? Yeah, the two words are almost now immunization can actually mean natural immunity, but inox- uh, inoculation and vaccination are very they're almost interchangeable terms. Okay, but Im- immunization can also include natural immunity. Yeah, well, so. I mean, but the only people I think the only people that are safe right now are those that have already gotten it. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's the only thing. And everybody's going to eventually get this, though. Well, like, for example, I had uh, oh, one of my clients uh, who, I, you know, I'm, I'm there all the time. I'm, I'm literally, you know, working around these people. Uh, they had an outbreak of COVID where, like, you know, a lot of people at this company got it. And uh, I was completely exposed to it. In fact, some of the people that came down with symptoms the next day. You made out of work the day with before. It. I was working on their system, literally touching their keyboards and mice. And making out. Yeah, and not making out. Um, but <laughs> Thanks for that. Um, <laughs> but, you know, my point is, is because I had COVID in 2019. Yeah. Uh, December 2019, uh, before anyone, you know, was really talking about it. Um, you know, I, I, I have natural immunity to it now. You're so, doing great. By yeah. The way. And I actually, I think I had the Delta variant, but it was a pretty mild case. I just had a sore throat for a few days. And you fucking whooped that shit's ass. Yeah. You beat yeah. that shit like it's And now I, I, I feel like, you know, pff, yeah. Come bring on. it on. Yeah. Bring it. If you have COVID, I will make out with you. Nice. Yeah. So. I can't wait to get COVID then. Well, not you. Huh? <laughs> I was re- referring to the, the attractive women in the audience. Oh. So, yeah. But not no, me. No though. men. No. No men? No. No. And especially not you. That's very exclusionary. Yeah. And I'm not happy about that. I, in fact, maybe even some men, but definitely not you. Oh, yeah. you're going to exclude me? Specifically, That's yes. racist. You are excluded. That's racist. Yeah, no, it's just I don't like you. Aw. Well, I, you know, I like you, but not, not like that. Not like that. <laughs> not like that. I'm let, not judging. Let, let's just be friends, okay? <laughs> let's be friends? Yeah. <sighs> oh, man. Where are we going next? Uh, You know... I'm not sure where I want to go next. You know what? I'll, I'll, I'll talk about what we did Thursday night. God, I've had a busy social calendar. Um, we uh, our, our, our friends uh, own uh, this uh, uh, really good restaurant and bar uh, called uh, Outpost 688 in, in uh, Clearwater. That sounds cool. Yeah, it's a nice joint. And uh, it's uh, what's a 688 stand for? Uh, State Road 688. 
Ah, fucking yeah. stupid. Yeah. Works. Now I hate the place. Oh. Well, they're well they had trivia night. So they do trivia night. Oh, it was I definitely hate the place. Trivia night. So we went with a, another couple friend of ours and uh we competed uh with 80s trivia. How'd you do? Uh well, there were 10 teams, I think. And we were in third place right up to the end. And the final question was like a you can pick how many points you want to risk. And so we're like, okay, fuck it. We're, we're going all in because we're, we're going for the win here. Yeah. You know, and I'll give you the question. I'll see if you can do it. All okay. Right. So put these 80s events in the correct order. Okay. Uh-huh. Chernobyl. Okay. Uh-huh. Black Monday. Okay. Uh, the sinking of the Greenpeace. And uh, Bruce Springsteen's Born in the USA. Fucking no way. <laughs> no, hold on. Let me. I'm gonna take. All right, a give guess. it a try. I'm gonna take a guess. Um, Black Monday first. Um, Chernobyl second. Uh, Bruce Springsteen third, and the one I couldn't remember fourth. Okay. And uh, same thing, the, the Greenpeace one. We can't yeah, the remember. Greenpeace one. Well, actually, you were almost in perfect reverse order. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're you're uh, cro- literally the opposite of what I said. Your chronology is is all screwed up there. But uh, yeah, we honestly we couldn't remember. I kind of remembered the Greenpeace sinking, but I thought it, that happened in the '90s. But apparently, it was that was 1985. Bruce Springsteen was first. Okay. No shit. Yeah, that was I, I want to say that was eighty two, uh, and then Greenpeace was eighty five. Chernobyl was eighty six. Black Monday was eighty seven. Wow. Yeah. So I knew Chernobyl and Black Monday, but I, I and I, I just uh, we got the Greenpeace one wrong because we put that one last. So anyway, you lost all your points. Yeah, we you ended up sucked. we ended up coming you dead got last. Flogged. Uh, no, no, we did get a consolation prize. I got a mini Rubik's cube. <laughs> a mini Rubik's cube. Yeah, yeah. Did you so, shove it up your own ass after that? I'd be like, what? Why? Why would I? Why would I do that? I don't know. It's fun. Why, why is everything always gay? Fun with you? on a Friday. Yeah. You know, why are you so homophobic? I'm not homophobic. Uh, it's clearly, clearly, you are. You know, because every time it's like uh, this whole show, man. You know, maybe you're not homophobic. Maybe you're sex, uh, you know, uh, sexually frustrated because you're secretly infatuated with me. I think that's the case, probably. Well, you know, I'm not going to just dispute that <laughs> entirely. I will neither confirm nor deny that. <laughs> so, uh, well, we only got about three minutes left. Oh, only yeah. three minutes. Really? We, we don't have uh, really. Hold on. I, I want to see at the bottom, though. Okay. So we got to get to the bottom thing. Okay. So meet your artificial intelligence <laughs> okay. sensors. We could do this real quick. All right. Um, so last week I told you about the, the clock face, yes. you know, that just screwed my world up completely. Well, I told you I ordered on Amazon uh, the clock mechanism in the hands right yes so they always send you an email hey rate your experience so i i actually put a a rating on there i gave it four stars I out said, of five four out of five you're right um Which i said still a good rating it's it's not a bad rating i said worked as advertised but finished blemishes on hands was the 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 tagline and then in the description i said i use the gold hands for contrast because the clock face is black and there are significant scratches or fixture marks on them, noticeable even from across the room. Not a deal killer, but not ideal either. Other than that, it works great. So I get a notice from Amazon that says, thank you for submitting a customer review on Amazon. After carefully reviewing your submission, your review could not be posted to the website. It appears your content did not comply with our guidelines. I'm like, wait a second. How the hell did that not comply with their guidelines I, I literally described you know what the, how i used it what it was i mean there's nothing in there you know what it is listen to this again use the gold hands for contrast because the clock face is black <laughs> so right. you think that they put they wouldn't do it because you said the face black well the other thing i said in there is not a deal killer okay 
So the fact that I had... Were you doing this to troll them? or were you No, just, no, no. This is just... Honestly, that's... what. It, nothing in my mind was any way to troll them or anything. So I'll read it one more time. Use the gold hands for contrast because the clock place, face is black. And there are significant scratches or fixture marks on them. Noticeable even from across the room. Not a deal killer, but not ideal either. Other than that, it works great. Their AI censored me because I had the word face and black close together and possibly because I I said not a deal killer use the word killer there you go man this is AI censorship <laughs> can you believe that and there's no appeal and I don't care enough to appeal it it's a friggin you know review on a product that I'll never buy again but folks that is just going to get weirder and weirder as we go on and the AI controls our speech. Though. I know. I know. But folks, we have got so much more to get can't to in the second hour. Yeah, I know you can't. Um, join us on hour number two at patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage. We'll see you on the other side. Yeah.